Welcome! Welcome to your favorite Tennessee Titans podcast, Tennessee Titans Weekly. Jacques. Oh. Jacques. Oh. What up, folks? Good morning, good evening, whatever time it is your way. Welcome to the show, y'all. Welcome to our audio podcast, um, streaming on Apple, Spotify, or whatever you're listening to, where it's streaming, man. Hey, welcome to our Titanic Thoughts. Jacques. How are you this evening, sir? I'm good, I'm good, brother. Good, good, good. Ready for the weekend. I know that for a fact. But other than that, I'm cool, man. What about you? Man, same here. Ready for the weekend, dude. Ready for the weekend, man. You know, getting May started and, you know, Cinco de Mayo today. I don't know. You getting anywhere, getting, drinking anything today? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, okay. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a great question. What about you? Nah, I normally do, man. But uh, uh, normally... My my homeboys, we all get together and things like that. I hadn't heard anything. Sometimes we very late last minute. Right. But uh, but yeah, but but it's all good, man. It's yeah, all good. So by sidebar, we got so many events going on in Nashville this weekend. Tell me about it. Ridiculous. You got Taylor Swift, Janet Jackson was here last yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, bunch of graduations, prom. What else? Hawk? That was some more. It's so many, there. it's so many things going on this weekend in Nashville, man. The Janet Jackson um wife went to it last night. I know a whole bunch of people that went. It was packed from what I saw. And uh, yeah, t- I mean it's insane this weekend. Nashville is just that city, bro. Right, right. it is. We're on city. Come check it yeah. out. Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. So, well, folks, well, again, welcome to the show, y'all. So, so Jacques, man, let's let's get into our Titanic thoughts, man. You and I have had a discussion over the past few days a lot about this NFL draft, the 2023 draft, and. As you all know, this is uh, the general manager, Rand Carthon's first official draft with the Titans. Uh, and, you know, he did this as a collaboration with Mike Vrabel as well. Um, and as you know, you know, the drafts that we uh, that we had this year with Peter Skaronski, our first round pick, Will Levis, the second round pick, um, the third round, Tajay Spears. And we drafted other guys as well in this draft. So, Jacques, we've heard a lot of uproar and uptick, man, on the draft. Um, ESPN and the national media actually thinks we drafted very, very well. They gave us an A, uh, and local media, I'd say overall gave us a D, you know, so, you know, kind of just all over the place and, and there's a big difference. So for you, man, what, how do you feel as far as Rand Carthon so far, man, his first official NFL draft for the Titans? Um, he's learning, right? Um, I know it's going to take, take him some time to get his feet wet and he's an analytical guy. So he seems like he didn't really have his tools to work with that he usually is acclimated with back when he was at San Francisco. See, San Francisco, they work off of analytics. They do a lot of things, right? Here in Tennessee, we're just getting on board with the analytical train and, and looking at guys' RAC scores and all this good old athletic stuff, right? So you said it earlier. You said it matter back just maybe 30 seconds ago, but the collaboration piece, right? He spoke – really highly of collaboration, 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 collaboration. So the decision seemed like him and Vrabel came together and made those decisions versus him making those decisions by himself. Now, I could be totally wrong. That's just a speculation, right? But when, I, when I'm looking here, I'm looking at a guy that just started work, right? If you, you've been new to your job and you're trying to get acclimated and you're trying to get your feet wet and you've gotten thrown in the fire. They said, Lorenzo, go out there and, and – and, and, like pull up a big contract, right? And you just got the small tools that they they provide for you, but you don't have your tools and your processes that you're going to bring in later on down the line. So I feel like that's how Rand has done in his draft with his first draft is he gave him a little bit to work with, 
I think he still missed on a major, major, major thing, which is wide receiver, right? Um, but and I don't want to give away the house because I know we got our show Sunday, but he did fairly well. So I think he did okay with what he was able to work with for his first time, right? It wasn't like a big, big splash. He wanted to make a big, big splash, but I feel like what he came away with was okay, right? Like you said, the national media said, the man, we got an A in PFF grade. So I think he did okay, but I still think he missed the biggest mark, which is wide receiver. And like I said, that's an in-detail discussion that we will have uh, later on um, to possibly why he missed it and and what he can do to make up for it. What about you, Hawk? Facts, no paper. And y'all, to your point, y'all, on Sunday, we do have our live uh, show. It'll also be a, an audio show as well, too. So check it out on Sunday. We're going to grade the whole draft. Um, you know, looking at Rand's first uh, first NFL draft, you know, shout out again with the PFF ratings of them, you know, scoring an A. Uh, there's some things that I do that see as a big positive. You know, I, I really like the tight end, uh, Wiley from Cincinnati. Um uh, Peter Skaronsky in the first round. And if Will Levis pans out, you know, like people might think, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I understand what they were trying to do. Um, you know, it's going to look, and I've looked at it like this too, for his first draft. Yes. I've heard the word collaboration a lot. And so Mike Vrabel being here, you know, he was here, you know, when John Robinson was here. So the common denominator has been Mike Vrabel in both of these drafts. Now I think what makes this draft different based on Rand Carthon is to your point, he is new. So I do think, you know, where it's, you know, some media's, you know, that's not happy with the draft. You know, Rand is getting a lot of smoke. He really is. And getting a lot of questions thrown his way. And I get that. That's his job. He's a GM. I get that. And yes, there have been some missed marks, uh, especially wide receiver. There were receivers in the third and fourth round that could have been picked. And if any of them end up balling out as a rookie or a second year player, and we still are 30th in the league or 31 in the league in offense as far as our receivers, the smoke is actually a, is it, it should it should be accepted, you know, like, damn, yeah, we missed out. That should be the conversation with Rand and Mike Vrabel. What I will say is, you know, when you look at Will Levis, you know, to me, the draft is going to be based on his productivity. It's, it's on him. And I do think how well he does or not how well he does is going to lean on Rand Carthon for sure. But absolutely to Mike Vrabel because he's the common denominator. So. Ran in his first draft was probably more like, you know, hey, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what we got. And then, you know, looking at it now, you know, overall, um, you know, I, I think Rand Carthon did a good job in the draft, you know, really based on what PFF given them, right? By analytics. That's how PFF is brought about, is by, through analytics. And, you know, given the holes that we needed, there's opportunities that we should have drafted. But, I think he leaned on Mike Vrabel as he should have for this draft. And the draft is the, of how well it's going to be is going to be based on Will Levis. And you hate to put the pressure on the QB, but that's when you draft a quarterback high, that's what happens. And so if Will Levis stinks it up over the next year or two, then people going to be mad at Mike Vrabel because of his arrogance, you know, on just kind of let's say, hey, we don't need a wide receiver right now. So, Rand, don't do that. And that's probably that was their conversation probably. And he, if he doesn't do well, then the fans are going to want Mike Vrabel's head. And then, you know, Rand will probably get some more time, you know, to, to, to make it right maybe next year's draft. And, you know, over time, that's just how it works. So I give Rand Carthon, I don't know, say a grade yet because we're going to talk about it on our grade show. But I think Rand did a decent job in this draft. I do. Hopefully he can maybe even put more of a mark in it next year, you know, being he's been here long enough. I understand Mike Vrabel leading the calls. I get that because he's been here. Mike Rand just got hired. So – 
those those are my thoughts, man. Great points. Facts on paper, bro. Facts on freaking yep. paper. Yep, 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 yep. So, so I would say too, man. Like you know, I've, I've been hearing a lot about uh, the Titans as far as where they are right now, and you know, we have a long way to go. Preseason hadn't even started. Our roster hadn't even been set yet. Players don't have numbers yet. But I keep hearing because of this draft that the Titans are about the twenty seventh to thirtieth best team in the league. I've been hearing all kind of numbers. Even when they do in the mock draft, they keep having the Tennessee Titans like the third or the fourth pick in the draft. So, y'all, what, what are your what are your thoughts on that, man? What do you, you know, just for right now, as of May fifth, what do you think? Uh, well, it's always hard to predict that because we really don't know until September. Um, but it's not far fetched, right? Um, I feel like we we still have a lot of holes on this team that needs to be addressed. And we didn't really – we did it a little – We now, the offensive line, I think, is coming together a lot better than uh, what we expected, if that makes sense. I think they've invested a lot in the O-line. But I think they're slow-walking this thing to the point where they – Rabel's not the type of person he want to fold, right? You don't want to have a losing season, whatnot. That's what he'll tell you. But the way it is, what they're predicting is not far-fetched, man. I think you mentioned seven games. I can see that, right? Especially if we don't the quarterback position is in loom. So let me say it like this. If Tannehill's playing, which Tannehill did he'll, they, he did his presser yesterday, he was even shocked that the Titans didn't pick up a wide receiver. So it, it kind of threw him for a back, a, way, a, a back too. He's like, oh man, okay. So you're not really giving them enough to work with. And then we're one injury away from being how we were last year. We we won seven games last year, two, I think. Was it seven games? Seven games we lost at the end of the season. Uh, oh, tell me how much we lost at the end of the season. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it, if, if the same, it's the carbon, same carbon copy. Uh, we, I can't depend on an undrafted guy to be an all star or a wide receiver one. So, it's not far fetched. It, it, it's actually a possibility that can come true. So, I think these guys we drafted and what we, our team's looking like is more for the future versus now. And I think the Titans know that they want to go to the playoffs, they want to win the AFC South, but. It's going to be a challenge. Now, I think the AFC South is still attainable because of our defense. Remember, our defense is still off the chain, right? We really didn't have no really big turnover on defense besides real linebacker, right, with David Long. Uh, but I know we've added some nice additional pieces as well. So I feel like our defense, again, again, unfortunately, we're going to have to rely on them, on, uh, rely on them heavily this year versus – but same thing as last year. We had to rely on them heavy. We had to do the same thing again. We had to put the pressure on them and say, hey, guys, we need to turn over. We need to be in plus territory in order for us to win. Um, hopefully Tim Kelly can come out. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. It's not far-fetched. Matter of fact, it's, it's, it's achievable. It's an achievable goal that they're giving us that they're saying PFF is saying seven games. Yes, it's achievable. What about you, Hope? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know – Looking at our roster, anything up above seven would be a success if you ask me. And again, yep. it's still early until we get our roster set. We look at the schedule. I might tell you 11 wins. Who knows, right? But, you know, just looking at where we are right now, a lot of unproven guys on offense. We don't, we still, you know, uh, you know, still trying to figure out quarterback and receiver situation or whatever. That's a long way to go. Um, but what I will say, I think the advantage of the positive that the Titans have to win football games, look at our division, man. We have two teams that have rookie quarterbacks that's going to start. So that's four games that could be possible wins just in itself, just in our division alone. You know what I'm saying? 
And, you know, Jacksonville, you never know what you might get out of them. You know, they've lost a few players on offense. They've gained one or two guys, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, just in that scenario there, at least if you can win at least half, maybe 60% of your divisional games, that's huge in itself. Um, but I get it. I understand why, you know, why they have a set at seven games. Uh, I, I I do get that. I understand. Um, our defense, yes, our defense is really good, especially our run defense. Our pass defense had a lot of holes in it last year. You know what I'm saying? So we've added, you know, added the corner, uh, Murphy Bunton out there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We still got a lot of our core guys out there with Harold Landry coming back to sack the quarterback. Uh, so, you know, I'd say right now, you know, looking at it, you know, yeah, I do think I, I, I do agree with Vegas in a way. I can see seven games right now. Of course, that line will change. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we're like 5,500 as far as uh, going to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, so, yeah, I wouldn't put no bets in that. You know what I mean? You'd be a rich man if that happens. But I'm just saying that, you know, I, I get it. The, the Titans, I didn't I'm not expecting a lot from them this year. Um you know, I, right now we're just we're trying to figure this thing out. I think this year is a building year for a lot of these rookie guys, a lot of these second year players to get better and sort of evaluate where we are. And right. you know, and I, so I, so I, I'm, I'm fine. I, I think that's a good number for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. So, so cool. Well, hey, y'all. Like I said, we, uh, we will be having our, our live draft show on Sunday at two o'clock Central Standard Time. If it if the time changes, you know, we'll definitely update it on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, you know, but that should be a big show. Join us. Join us live. You know, your feedback will be uh, pretty, very much accepted with that. And, and, you know, we'll go from there. I'm always interested to know what you're going to pick, Jacques, as far as I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. 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 yeah, man. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, that ends our show today. We hope you all have a great day and a great weekend. Uh, if you want to check us out on Instagram, check us out at Tennessee Titans Weekly. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Titans Weekly 24-7. Uh, we're on YouTube at Tennessee Titans Weekly. And this is also brought to you by Luxury Painters of Nashville. If you are in the Middle Tennessee area, check out Luxury Painters. Their website is luxurypaintersofnashville.weebly.com. at 615-592-0923. Thank you, Hope. And like you said, man, go check them out, man. They do great work. If you need anything painted, go holler at them, them, them peoples. Um, and then when you do, uh, like Hawk said, slide through the uh, live chop up on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna discuss it. Like you said, Hawk, I'm excited to hear what you think. Um, please, when you do listen to this audio podcast, please leave a, a, a rating. Rate the podcast, man. Let us know what you how you how we're doing. Um, if you guys like the audio, let us know, right? Um, we're pushing out a lot of more of this content, so it's just pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to Sunday show, man, and take us out, huh? Yes, sir. And one and one last thing too, y'all. If you are into movies, check out cool movie reviews on YouTube. Check them out. That boy Jacques is 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 the lead dog on the show. He'll he'll break it down for you for sure, man. So, well, have a great day, y'all, y'all. And as we always say, y'all, facts. No paper.